Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. And on the line, thanks to KO, and don't miss risking any of the matches in the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. Watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. The man himself, the guru that is Barat Sundarace. And Barat, welcome to Sports ASA. Uh, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, I'm uh, freezing my backside off here in uh, Hobart watching uh, some lively cricket. Let's uh, talk about the games yesterday. An unbelievable, an, an unbelievable result with Sri Lanka actually losing to Namibia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't just like a narrow defeat either, right? I mean, you've seen. We've seen upsets before in World Cups, uh, in cricket and other sports as well, especially at the start of a, of a World Cup. Uh, but this wasn't just a narrow five-run win for, for Namibia. It was a proper thumping, thumping victory uh, by a big margin. Uh, and they looked very good. I mean, look, Namibia did uh, qualify for the Super 10s or Super 12s last year. Um, and they've started off really well again. And they seem to have a team which, you know, you can't take too lightly, as Sri Lanka found out. Uh, and I'm a little disappointed. I was really high on Sri Lanka, having you know been there and watched them do really well against Australia. So a disappointing start for them, and they've left themselves in a in a bit of a quandary to qualify for the next stage. Yeah, absolutely. The Habba right? is an incredible result, like you said. Now I want to pick your brain a little bit here. We obviously Australia is playing New Zealand on Saturday in the opening match for them. They played each other in last year's 2020 World Cup final. Obviously, Australia at home, very good chance to win. I quite like England. I want to know who you fancy for the tournament and uh, and why. Uh, no, I mean, you're absolutely right about Australia. I mean, apart from the home conditions, uh, on paper, they just seem to have gone stronger. Uh, the, the the arrival of Tim David, um, you know, has given them something that they didn't have before, like this modern-day serial six-hitter, uh, which, which is going into last year's World Cup, the one thing, one element they didn't have. And they still ended up winning, uh, and and which also kind of puts Steve Smith's place in the side into question. So overall, I think they they look better than uh, most other teams out there. In England, we saw what they did against Australia in that short series, uh, and more than anything, I think what shown for them was their bowling. Now we all know how strong England are with the bat and white ball cricket. Alex Hale seems to have come back in, and you know after quite a while and. Uh, filled up that hole left by Johnny Bairstow. Uh So you would say Australia and England are right on top, but as we've seen today, uh, India have started very strongly against Australia in that uh, warm-up game in, in, at the Gabba. Uh, and I think India's strength is their batting, uh, especially it seems like the arrival of Surya Kumar Yadav and just the way KL Rahul has started batting. They seem to have got the tempo right, uh, but without Bumrah and Ravindra Jadeja, you know, that's why the question marks come. So, you'd say Australia, England and India would still be you know, in your top three. And then it could be anyone between South Africa and New Zealand. And, and if the West Indies do get through this, 
um, you, you can never rule them out either. Yeah, absolutely. West Indies have got that firepower too. And I'm glad you touched on Bournemouth not playing. Obviously, I think massive for India not to have him here. So it does make it more challenging for them. Who, Which are the players of the series that you feel like uh, are going to be standout players to watch? David Warner was the player of the series last year with the 289 runs. Josh Butler's one who's been in some very good form for England. Is there any other names that we should look out for? You know what? I think it's going to be a bowler's World Cup. Uh, and, you know, it's T20 cricket in Australia. Uh, I still think there are a few unknowns about about it, uh, about the shortest format in these conditions. But we've seen already, even in the game today, uh, the lengths that the bowlers are bowling uh, is very different to what we saw in the UAE, where there's a lot of uh, Yorkers being attempted. But even here in the death, length balls can work. You can, you know, bowl to one side of the field. You can use the bigger boundaries. Uh, so I just have a sneaky feeling that uh, you know it could be it could be a bowler who really stars as the player of the tournament. It could be anyone from Josh Hazelwood to uh, you know Kakiza Rabada, uh, or for that matter, even even Adam Zampa. I mean, he's got a tremendous record in T20 cricket on Australian soil and everywhere, really. Uh, so I'm going to back a bowler this time. You know what? I'm going to say Adam Zampa is going to be the player of the season. Okay, I'm just writing that down, Barat, uh, just so I can hold it against you later on when we're doing some commentary together. Um, look, I, I just want to also ask you um, about, I've had a little bit of a whinge earlier in the show about Australia mucking around with their batting order rolling into this tournament. So Finch has gone up and down the order. Today he opened the batting, but it's, it's um, do you think that's a wise thing to do? They've seemed to muck around with their team Especially Finch going up and down the order and saying, "Oh no, we're just we're just trying things." Uh, maybe they're doing it because that's what worked for them last year, boys. <laughs> you know, uh, there were so many question marks about this Australian team. Uh, you remember those tours of Bangladesh and West Indies where they lost a lot of games in T20 cricket, and uh, you really do not know what team would show up once the World Cup came around. Uh, and eventually, they got it right. I mean, they stuck to their more or less their Test team attack and. Adam Zampa thrown in there. Mitchell Marsh had impressed, uh, uh, you know, at number three on those tours and they stuck with him there. Uh, So uh, maybe they think that all this tinkering worked for them last year. So maybe it'll work for them again. And also I think it's, it's, uh, it's almost like unheard of that Australia have had so many games to kind of uh, used to prepare for this tournament, right? The three games in India, the three against England, two against West Indies, and the warm-up against India today. So it's given them an opportunity to uh, tinker today. Or like you said, Finch is opening with Mitchell Marsh because David Warner has been given a break. Um, so uh, I think I think more or less they know what, what the playing eleven is going to be. Uh, but we'll see if it works for them this time around or not. The form of Glenn Maxwell, should that be a concern for Australia? Or, or do you think he'll just come good... Once, uh, once the big games start. Yeah, I mean, like when you have like players like Glenn Maxwell in this format, especially, I don't think form really counts for much in a strange way, uh, because, I, like you know, put it this way: Would you be comfortable with an Australian playing eleven without Maxwell in it, uh, or will you be more comfortable with Maxwell in it, regardless of what what he's done in the previous game? Uh, because in a crunch game or in a crunch situation, and, and it just goes the same. I mean, it's for the opposition as well. I mean, they would be more uncomfortable with the thought that Maxwell can come in and change the game. And often in T20 cricket, that reputation counts as much uh, for as as form does. Uh, and that's just the format that we are talking about. So I don't think we have too much to worry about uh, Glenn Maxwell's form. And I would be shocked if uh, you know they leave him out at any stage during the tournament. If Aaron Finch decides to 
I guess, stop captaining the T20 side after this tournament, which has, I guess, been rumoured. Um, is David Warner the man to take over? Like, he, are you captains in the IPL and does a really good job tactically? He's very smart. Do you think that he is the man and uh, what he's done in the past should be... He's paid his penance. That's what I'm trying to say. I think he. I think he has. It's been what four and a half years now since what happened in Cape Town, and you know we we're reading about it all the time. The decisions taken then were, you know, you have to consider the mood in which they were taken. I mean, Australia as a country was in shock. You know, Australia as a country felt like uh, they had been embarrassed on the big stage by you know those three men or so the Warner, Bancroft and Smith. And, but, you know, like David Warner has said, uh, we, we, I think we need to move on. He's back and, you know, he's definitely more mature than ever before. Uh, and he plays as a leader in this side. In any format, you you see, uh, he's always in the bowler's ears. He's always in the captain's ears. So, uh, and considering that the 50-over World Cup in particular is just 10 months away and it's in India, and you have a man with so much experience of Indian conditions, I think you would back him. I think you would back David Warner. And I think the time has come for all of us to move on and, and to give him a go. I mean, you know, I don't think, I think everybody deserves a second chance and so does David Warner. All right, before we let you go, Barat, uh, how cold is it in Tasmania again? <laughs> uh, yeah, my backside's freezing here. It, 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 it doesn't feel like uh, October, to be honest. I did go up Blue Mountain yesterday and it was 10 degrees cooler. Uh, and I obviously, Pons, you wouldn't be surprised, wasn't uh, dressed accordingly. And uh, yeah, it took me a while before I could start driving again. But I, I'm, I'm keeping warm as much as possible. All right, uh, Barat, thanks for joining us again. Uh, appreciate you coming on and having a chat. And I uh, hope you enjoy touring around the country. Um, with the World Cup, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you back in Adelaide here very soon, my friend. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.